Welcome in to Head to Headlines. I'm Evan, here with a new voice. I have Scott Lepke out of Winnipeg, Canada here, talking the LWS Open at Idlewild here on the podcast, talking the biggest events in disc golf. We had an exciting one, seeing two fantastic winners. Scott, tell us about MPO. Sure, yeah. Gannon Burr, this is actually his third elite of the year. That's uh, fifth, including silvers, in fact which is the most for any MPO on tour. So you've got Paul McBeth here with four. He's got an elite, a silver, two European tour counting for silver points. Uh, Heimberg himself has three. That's two elites and one silver. Waisaki has two. That's an elite and a silver. Nobody else has more than one. So Burr looking pretty good in the win column. We've got seven MPO winners now at Idlewild in the seven years it's been a DGPT event. So uh, the the Wild in Idlewild really proving uh, to be true here. Those names are Isaac Robinson, Kyle Klein, Eagle McMahon, Kevin Mc, uh, sorry Kevin Jones, Paul McBeth, and James Conrad. Well, Valerie Manduhano wins her first tour win of the year. She was the Disc Golf Pro Tour Most Improved Player, along with Gannon Burr, interesting enough, just last year in 2022, where she won two elite events and a silver, uh, that being Waco and Portland Open as the elite events and Beaver State Fling as the silver. She was injured to start the year, hurting her ankle, but she made her season debut at the Dynamic Disc Open in June, ultimately finishing 18th. Her next few events were pretty good. Uh, Came back to form with three top tens in a row at Des Moines Preserve in Mid-America. That is skipping Europe during that. But last week, she missed the cut and missed cash at Ledgestone. Uh, The last time she missed cash on tour was 2021 Jonesboro, which was her first year doing a full tour. Yeah, definitely pretty cool. And uh, will be interesting to check out that uh, documentary that's just come out about her road to recovery as well. Speaking about Idlewild, let's talk a bit about the course itself here. So actually a bit of a two different stories, depending on the division that you're in there. The FPO division, not a lot of under par scores. You'll see actually only three under par scores on the entire event. Those being, of course, your winner, uh, Val Mandahano, Scoggins, and Handley. The only event that had less under par players than that was the European Open, which Tatar was that one under par player. She took that event down by a good 16 strokes. On the flip side, though, you've got the MPO division with a lot of eagles. This, The first round had more eagles than any other round that the MPO division has seen so far this year. So quite a, quite a different tale on the two divisions. Well, we've heard his name a lot, finishing on the podium 11 times on the season at Elite and Majors. Calvin Heimberg finishes in second place. He is now tied for the fifth most podiums in a season from standard elite and major events in MPO. That's four behind the most ever, which is actually a tie between Paul McBeth and Ricky Wysocki in 2017. And with four standard elite and major events left in the year, Calvin Heimberg has a chance to tie. He would need to finish podium in each of the remaining standard elite and major events, that being Deeglo. Worlds, MVP Open, and USDGC, but otherwise a fantastic season either way. To round out the podium, we have Isaac Robinson, who finished in third place. He was the reigning champ here. 
and Burr, Heimberg, and Robinson finishing top three here at the LWS Open also are the top three in the Disc Golf Pro Tour standings, but they are in a different order with Heimberg leading the Disc Golf Pro Tour points and Gannon Burr taking the win here, uh, the other being flipped for second and Isaac Robinson being third in both. Finishing top five, we have Paul Ulibarri and Kyle Klein both tying for fourth. Paul Ulibarri gets his first top five from an elite or major event in over three years. The last time we saw him take a top five finish was at 2020 Waco, which was notably the last event before COVID-19 caused a break on tour for a few months. Kyle Klein being a recent winner here and already having a win on the season gets another fantastic finish. Great. We had quite a few exciting storylines going on in the FPO division, actually. I'm going to touch on some of those. Uh, Owen Scoggins is one who's making a name for herself, getting on podiums left, right, and center this year. She collects another one of those with her second place finish. She actually now sits at 14 podiums on the career at elite and major events. That is one shy of the record for most without a win. So hopefully something that we don't see her accomplish. Hopefully she can get the win before then, but still really, really consistent play from Own. We saw Handley collecting Eagles. Uh, no other player picked up Eagles in the FPO division. She got two and that puts her to five on the season. So that ties her up actually with Mersh, Blomroos and King at five Eagles. That's the second most on tour this year in the FPO division. Hansen, of course, leads the way there with nine. Holland also picked up a podium. That brings her to seven for majors, elite, and silver this season. And that uh, brings us to Madison Walker, who is tied for fourth. Uh, that is actually her first top five finish on tour since 2019. So it's been a while since she's been up at the top there. Uh, interestingly enough, that was also at Idlewild. Honk. Cadence Burge uh, is an interesting new player we saw make an appearance on coverage this weekend. She's uh, just 16, and it's obviously her best elite finish of her career, as she came in sixth at the KC Wide Open, which was a silver. The interesting stat for her, we really uh, saw her with some consistent putting on, on the second round when it was her first Every time on camera, and she delivered some significant putts. On the event, she actually gained 2.45 strokes from C2. I'm not sure if I said strokes gained, but yeah, it was strokes gained from C2 for Cadence there, so really cool. A couple of interesting stories uh, about international players. Uh, not the countries you're used to hearing about, perhaps, but from Norway and Canada, we had Lika Lorentzen uh, with a chance to place the best Norwegian uh, elite major finish ever. She actually ended up in sixth. The best all time is fifth from uh, Lady Helgren's fifth at Japan's uh, the Japan Open in 2010, and Annika Steen's fifth at Waco this year. The Canadian I mentioned, Chantelle Badinsky, she was briefly on uh, the final round there, making her way up the leaderboard until she hit the tough stretch of the course. But that would have been, if she was able to grab a podium there, the first time a Canadian woman has done so since 2009. That, of course, being Elaine King at Maple Hill. Katrina Allen, this is a bit of a different story here, but she actually finished 33rd at this event. That's her worst finish uh, of her career in the FPO division. 
It's only actually the second time she's missed cash in FPO. That's in over a decade. Well, enough people asked for it, so we thought we just had to look it up. The trio, uh, notably for Jomez commentary, being Nate Sexton, Paul Ulibarri, and Jeremy Colling, all play this event, and with Paul Ulibarri finishing fourth and Jeremy Colling finishing tenth, they both beat Nate Sexton, who ultimately finished in 30th place. That's the first time since 2021 Preserve that Nate Sexton has lost to both Paul Ulibarri and Jeremy Colling at the same event when all three of them are present. Since 2017 has only happened a total of five times, which includes this past weekend. Uh, I mentioned 21 Preserve, where Paul Ulibarri and Jeremy Colling just narrowly beat Nate Sexton. We also have 2021 Masters Cup, 2021 Las Vegas Challenge, and 2019 Masters Cup. Great. Everybody loves some good, big, sexy, berry stats. We're looking at Joel Freeman as well here on the uh, less optimal side. He missed cash. That was actually the longest active streak. Uh, he was also at 100% of his DGPT careers getting cash. That's the most events played in MPO with 100% cash rate. That title now goes to Evan Smith with just 13, so that's DGPT only. Um, he did miss cash at two US DGCs, both last year and the year prior in 2021. He had a standard elite major cash streak of 57 events, and that now is passed on to Calvin Heimberg to hold that title with 32. Swinging it over to Europe, we had the Lone Star Disc Aludaguse open, I hope I pronounced that right, over in Estonia. It was the final PDGA Euro Tour event counting for Disc Golf Pro Tour events this year. We saw a notable name who's won numerous events this year over in Europe. Mari Vilman takes it down in MPO. He becomes the first MPO player to win a PDGA Euro Tour, European Pro Tour, and a Prodigy Disc Pro Tour in the same season. This moves him up to 86th in Disc Golf Pro Tour points. So although the Euro Tour events give out points to the Pro Tour standings, doesn't look like it'll move him enough to make the Tour Championship. In FPO, we had Heidi Lane finish uh, in first, uh, she notably finished second at the European Open just a few weeks back, which was her best major finish of her career. This is her first Euro Tour victory of the season for her and second of her career. This moves her into 23rd place in Disc Golf Pro Tour events. We saw Line a play uh, more than a few events in the U.S. to start the season. Uh, she is currently registered for Worlds. We'll see how many more events she plays to end the season, but she is on that cusp of making the tour championship thanks evan i loved her i loved her comment after that second place finish i don't think i only throw talking now about the canadian open uh we mentioned it last week on the podcast but the mpo had not yet concluded since there is a holiday here in canada so being a canadian myself i had to call that one out so casey hennemeyer taking the win over my my own city's Brian Fries from Winnipeg. He was actually 2016's Rookie of the Year over Anthony Barella and Alex Russell. That one came down to the very final hole with uh, Casey taking the birdie and Brian with the par. Well, that closes it out for Head to Headlines this week. Thanks for listening to me and our guest host, Scott. 
if you'd like to st- support Stat Mando, you can follow us on social media or check out our website. We'll be here after D-Glow next week and any other major elite events for the rest of the season. Thanks for listening. Thank you.